0: Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of FFC. I'm your host, Coach, and we are here. Week six, yes, sir. Five weeks in the books. Week six begins tonight. We got a great game. We got Broncos versus the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And it's a division game, so it's going to be a good game. But not necessarily seeing a blowout here. Uh, I think it's just it's a difficult team against a difficult team. What I mean by that, you got two teams. They got a bunch of people who can't catch the football. <laughs> so it's going to be a little bit difficult. You got two teams that can't run the ball. You got two teams that a little bit, bit of a suspect defense. I mean, uh, Chiefs, I believe, though, have only lost, you know, they've lost one game. And so Broncos have lost more. But it's, just, it's one of those division games where two, two teams know each other. And we could get very little action or we could get a lot of action. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that when we. Uh, when we get to that part of our show. But uh, to get started, we're going to go ahead and jump into a little bit of fantasy news, get you guys ready for week six. Uh, As we all know, uh, Anthony Richardson, oh, that is another person I forgot to add to Coach's Couch. It was Anthony Richardson, so he is going to be out for a while dealing with that shoulder. Um, uh, But uh, other notables, again, are James Conner, Devon A.Jane, and... Justin Jefferson. So we are going to have to figure out what kind of moves to make. Um, you know, with these players out. I.e., uh, one one report out here is if you spent all your fab on Amari, the you know, Mercado, you should know that the Cardinals just listed Keontae Ingram as the RB one on their depth charts. See, you guys got to pay attention to those depth charts. Don't okay. So when you when you when you're hitting that waiver wire, it's it's okay to look at what their stats are on the person, but you got to go look at what their position is. Are they the running back one, running back two? You got to find reports um, of what's being said about these players at practice. That's kind of how you help get the edge over other people on when you know on on who to grab. Uh, so that is a big, big, big notion to understand is that you should know that Keontae Ingram. Is running back one on the death chart, okay? If you're looking for a James Conner replacement. Uh, let's see. Other notable news. Let's see here. This is, you know, just some stuff from week five that carry over to week six. That's um, yeah, some ambiguity in the back, Colts' backfield. Zach Moss continues his role as the Colts' workhorse, uh, running back on 80% of snaps even in Jonathan Taylor's first game back and also continues to impress. Performance makes it tougher to take him off the field as Taylor ramps back up into football shape. And here's the thing: um, if Taylor's not ready for shape, what's the problem? I don't see a backfield ambiguity. What I say is, you got a got you got a guy right now, Zach Moss. You you ride him. What what better what better commodity to a backfield do you have to have two hundred yard rushers, right? And one of them can be worked as much as you want until the other one is ready. Here's where it becomes an issue when they begin to split. But guess what? That's football. That ain't fantasy right now in fantasy. Jonathan Taylor ain't ready again. You forget he has not practiced. He ain't played football since last year. He didn't do anything in training camp. He didn't play any preseason game. He went on IR for the first four weeks. This got a lot of work to do. Zach Moss is going to stay on the field for now. We're going into week six. They're not rushing anything about Jonathan Taylor back. They just paid Jonathan Taylor. Now, back the day, apparently with the extension, he has the highest paid running back. I.e., no, they're not going to trade him. He's staying home. So what do we do here? We week by week it. Week by week it. I.e., prepare to start flexing Zach Moss. Why? You're still, going to get some time in the field, okay? That's that's bad. that's why it's just when it comes time, yeah. I do believe both running backs are going to use to split carries basically. Uh, certain games though, one might take over over the other. I don't, I, I've never seen a guy unpaid get more touches than the guy paid, but this is a new NFL, so we don't know what we're going to see. But what i would to say week six, prepare to start Moss. But if you flex Taylor, I wouldn't be surprised if he got in the end zone too. Uh, let's see. Rams stud wide receivers can not coexist. A full-time Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua earned 30% of target share each and both finished as a top 12 wide receiver on Sunday. I couldn't expect both to finish top 12 every week, but it's very possible this is close to normal moving forward. I've said it all year. Soon as Cooper Cup come back, he slides, uh, 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 Puka slides to the number two, the number two. What does that mean? The Rams got two great wide receivers right now. What does that mean for Tutu Atwell? Buddy, you number three. And what does that mean for Van Jefferson? Well, if I'm not mistaken, if the reports are correct, I believe he just got traded. So there's that question for you. Or there's that answer for you. Uh, they moved one over and kicked one out because they got one that had to come back. That's the way football works. I already knew these two were going to coexist. Have you ever once heard me talk about dropping puka Nakua the minute Kuka Pelt come back? I have never said anything of such the sort. What I have said was, at one time, Puka had 15 touches or 15 receptions. bro. y'all not going to see that again. Don't expect that kind of work from Puka, especially with Cooper Cup come back. You're going to expect normal 12, 17, maybe 20-point games from Puka with Cooper Cup here because they're both going to do great with Matthew Stafford. Just, you know, so, yeah, I, absolutely, both of them can coexist. Now, let's see. Devon A-Chain is unstoppable. Um... So far, I don't see nobody that can hit him. I think literally his ankle, uh, the ankle sprain is literally the only thing that take him out. And when and when that sprain happens, right, you out, you out for good. Folks. That those those ankle sprains, they're not breaks; they're they're muscle tears that gotta heal. They it's just simple science. It has to heal. Uh, but when he comes back, he's coming back, putting his foot in the ground, and he's gonna do it again. He is a beast. This kid is he is young. He's Outside of the ankle sprain, he's pretty healthy, no breaks, no, you know, he's strong. I, I think they're going to, I think this kid is going to be something special. It sucks that we're going to miss four weeks of football from him, but can't wait to see him when he touches back on the field. Uh, only thing I'm going to suck, though, is, you know, you can't run the football on the Eagles. It's going to really suck to not be able to see him play against the Eagles. That I'm not going to like because I don't know if Raheem Most is going to be having, able to handle the Eagles defense. Uh, but it could be based on offensive line, and offensive line for the Dolphins are that truthful running game, maybe I'd be too bad against the Eagles, but I would have preferred to see A-Chain run on that Eagles defense, but ah, sometimes we don't get those beautiful matchups. All right, Breeze Hall take over. Robert Sala stated, stay true to his word and let Breeze Hall cook. He got 70% of running back opportunities and is now unlocked as the fantasy running back moving forward. Well, yeah, they basically took him off the snap count. Uh, I, they believe he's ready to the league back and running football now. So, Brees Hall owners, please be happy. He is ready to go to work. He's going to do great things for the Jets. To be honest with you, this might be the push the Jets might need to take the weight off Zach Wilson to let him play basic ball and let Priest Hall run. Come here, hear basic ball with Zach Wilson. It's okay if you got a receiver like uh, uh, um, if you have the receiver that yeah, he has. Uh, um brain fart. Garrett and Garrett Wilson. All right, so it, it, I think they'll be okay. They're looking like they're trying to do... They're not laying down. That's what I'll say. Jets are just not laying down. And I really like that about them. I mean, you mess around come back a little bit and uh, mess around and let, uh, let let Eric just just hop in the playoffs to play the Super Bowl. And what? Oh, my God. i so ignorant. I don't know if that's going to happen. Who knows? He goes to dark places for days and heals differently. I don't know. So... We'll see what happens. But the Jets right now are truly fighting because they believe they may get that guy back in the right time to continue to move forward and win. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, Brees Hall moving forward is the guy. Um, Damian Pierce takes over. Uh, he took over. Pierce didn't have the production. See, that's what I don't want to hear, bro. Like That doesn't give me happy thoughts to tell me this is a great guy but 20 carries is great. No, it's not. 20, okay, 20 carries would be great if you were in a league where 20 carries would average you a point per carry or half a point per carry. You don't get no points for that 20 carries. So if you carry the ball 20 times, then you only get 60 yards. What did you really do? You lie, you slow. Come on, no, that's, no, 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 no. And a significant shift to him getting 100% of running back carry. That means nothing. That means you are praying for him 20 out of 20 times to get 60 yards in one touchdown. That's horrible. That's, that's a horrible prayer. I'll tell you that now. Uh, if Devin Singletary isn't a significant part of the run game anymore, Pierce to be upgraded to at least mid-running back two. He's also getting reinforced. All right. So, all right. So, again, you you people play, play with that Pierce crap if you want to. None of this wrote this. Who is literally trying to make a lesser than running back two sound like something? Maybe, maybe in 16 man league, this means something. Maybe that's what it is. Because my God, that's that's just, I don't understand that nonsense. Ooh. All right, Alexander Madison is losing work. Yeah, he is. He's not good. Madison only received 61% of running back opportunities for the Vikings on only 51% of snaps in week five. If this continues, Madison gets downgraded to a low end running back, too. So he is about as about as workful as Damian Pierce. The good offense will likely be the reason he has good fantasy days, but volume can't be counted on. makers are closing in to create true timeshare. Ooh, ooh. Interesting. All right, right. messy backfield in Buffalo. Latavius Murray and Damian Harris combined for 37% of snaps and 50% of running back carries isn't ideal for James Cook. They're not fantasy relevant, but they're playing a big enough role to limit Cook's fantasy potential. Cook's 52% rush share and 49% right participation coming into week five keeps him at the low end right running back two range. And yes, you, y'all you know me. I'm a Latavius Murray lover. Y'all know that. That's my guy from the days of him as an Oakland Raider. Okay. That is my guy. The journeyman knew Frank Gore. You me feel me? That guy don't go away. And I, I told you all that was going to happen. James Cook looked good, didn't he? Yeah. And Latavius Murray stepped in, didn't he? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Tavius Murray is a true runner. To this day, he is one of the last running backs to hit the AB got hole. One of the last ones, bro. One of the one of the few. Everybody else catchbacks. Catchbacks. He one of the last few. And that's why they want him on the team. And he hitting them whole pimp. Now let this come out of me, man. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's getting messy back there in Buffalo because uh Latavius Murray he ain't laying down. Either you cut it. Well, you're sharing point blank period. All right, Joe Burrow and the Bengals are back after throwing only two touchdowns total in weeks in four weeks. Joe Burrow throws three touchdowns and his first 300 yard game. It led to Jamar Chase having a career game and remaining us and reminding us why he was worth a top two fantasy pick. Let's hope we have the Bengals offense back. Well if that's the direction that they want to keep going. Hey, Burrow, you still plead the fifth on who's better between Jamar and Jenny? I was going to bring that up. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Because uh, that boy came out and said, I'm open. I'm always open. Explicitive. And he showed that 15 times. So, you can answer the question anytime now. But... I'm not sure if the Bengals are truly back yet. It was a game. It was a great game. And let's just see balance-wise what they can do this week. If they can, if Joe Burrow can put them in a three, three, three for three, three touchdowns, 300, yes. We could be looking at the Bengals being being partially back. And if they can climb out of this hole and go on this run like they do in the middle of the season, Bengals are back. All right. Aj Spears closing in. Spears has three top 30 running back finishes in, weeks, in five weeks, which are making PPR flex play. He's played on more than 50% of snaps and has seen at least four targets in four or five games now. That's really good. And went from 21% rushing share over the first four weeks to 30% in week five, which means Aj Spears is creeping on Henry's production that's basically what that that's that's what that means Henry can't catch Ty J Spears can mm-hmm. uh it, it that's, that happens that happens so Ty J. Spears if he is not owned by anybody that he should be owned now because yes he is closing in on shared time with Henry uh to put him in the field a little bit more especially the fact that bro you have four targets if and four out of five games, that's really good for a running back. Like, four targets, one that's four points. You catch another out of those four, whatever you can make out of them yardages, obviously your percentage is going up, so you're doing something with those yardages, right? You just ain't got an end zone yet. So off top, as a flex, deep lead, this young cat's getting you nine points. So, I like I like what I'm saying out of that. So yeah, that's that's digging in this memory time, especially if it climbs. And especially if he wakes his way to the end zone. All right, let's see. What else do we got? Let's see. Week six waiver wire targets. Let's check them out. All right, so week six waiver wire targets. We got uh, Roshan Johnson is the number one target. Tajay Spears is number two. <laughs> Josh Downs, number three. I believe that. why uh, he's a wide receiver? Uh, Quentin Johnson at number four. Curtis Samuel, number five. Justice Hill, number six. He's doing okay. John o. Smith, number seven, because he's the tight end that has taken over, even though Arthur Smith just not trade. Pitch, I don't get it. I no. don't uh, Jonathan Mingo at number eight. Josh Reynolds, number nine. Logan Thomas, number ten. These are the top ten week six waiver wire targets. All right. Uh, streaming targets. Personnel that you can possibly like. You're just looking for somebody for the week. Uh, let's see. At quarterback, we have Baker Mayfield against Detroit. We have Desmond Ritter against Washington. And we have Sam Howell against Atlanta. If I'm looking for a stream, I think this is the week. I love you, buddy. Get it. Coming up by week. Playing really good, bro. Well, I'm telling you right now, not playing back in Mexico against the uh, against the Detroit Lions. Not, I'm not streaming that. Sorry, uh, that Detroit Lions is them. That defense is just getting better and better each week, and they're really truly showing how elite they really are. Uh, if I was looking for that flex uh, that, that or that streaming target quarterback, I would go with. If you want to piggyback off of his great game last week, go with Desmond Ritter. If you want to stay with the consistency of what he's done all season. Go with Sam Howell. Uh, Running backs, Roshan Johnson, Tajay Spears, and Amari DeMarco. Uh, Again, again, they say DeMarco, but they listed um, Keontae Ingram as the RB1. So, that's all I'm saying. Got to look out for those little clues. Um, but yeah, I would either either outside of that issue, I would stream Tajay Spears and Roshan Johnson wide receivers, Curtis Samuel, Josh Downs, Josh Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, everybody, but Reynolds, because, uh, I think Williams will start to, you know, uh, Tyron Williams will start to, you know, his target values, I think is going to increase each week. And this might be one of those weeks that it increases. Uh, especially against Tampa Bay's defense, so I think they'll be okay. I think uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stream Josh Reynolds. No, not this week. Uh, let's see. Streaming more streaming targets. Uh, John Smith, Morgan Thomas, and Gerald Everett. Everybody but Gerald Everett. I just don't trust Gerald Everett. Uh, defenses. We got Houston, Texas, Atlanta Falcons, and Minnesota Vikings. Houston Texans is the only defense I'd sh- I would stream out of any three of these, and I'm not streaming any of them. Uh, kicker, we got Greg Joseph, Brett Marr, and Kami Fairburn. I would actually stream all three. Even Joseph. Absolutely. All right. Um. Now we are going to go into target, trade targets, and trade bait. Uh, let's see some trade targets we have. We got Jordan Addison. Noir Jackson, James Cook, Brandon Ayuk, Anthony Richardson. Um, Those are some good trade targets right there. And depending on what you're looking for. And trade bait, we got DJ Moore, George Chino, Zach Moss, Gabe Davis, and Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle has always been a trade bait because of where he is on that team. Uh, But not a trade bait in a bad way. It's just where he is on that team, he'll look good. You'll be able to... He moves around on different basically on different teams you know what I mean um all right let's look at our top 10 let's go to our top 10 scores for each position we have quarterbacks we have Josh Allen with 118 total points Daniel Hurst 109 Justin Fields 100 Kirk Cousins 100 Brock Purdy 99 Patrick Mahomes 98 Tua Tagovailoa 98 Russell Wilson 96 Justin Herbert 95 and Lamar Jackson 95. Those are our top 10 quarterbacks in fantasy ball. All right, uh, top 10 running backs. We have at number 10, we're going go, go about off the top this time. Josh Jacobs with 77. At number nine, DeAndre Swift at 77-90. Uh, at number eight, David Montgomery at 80-80. Number seven, B. John Robertson at 82. Number six, Zach Moss at 85. Number five, Kyron Williams at 89-30. Uh, Number four, Travis Etienne at 92. Number three, Devon A-Chain at 101.70. Raheem Mostert at 105.20. And number one, of course, is the man himself at Christian McCaffrey at 133.80. That, my guy, is in so far. All right, our wide receivers, top 10 wide receivers. Number nine, Adam Thielen at 98. Points number ten. I mean number number ten. Number nine is Devontae Adams at 99, uh, 20 Number eight is AJ Brown at one hundred and one ten. Number seven is Keenan Allen at one hundred and two ninety six. Number six is Justin Jefferson at one hundred nine ten. Number five is Jamar Chase at one hundred nine eighty. Number four is DJ Moore at one hundred and ten ten. Number three is Puka Nakua at one fifteen sixty. Number two is Justin uh, stefan Diggs at one nineteen. And number one is Tyreek Hill at 132.50. Then tell you, Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill are fighting for MVP. <laughs> they are fighting for MVP. All right, tight ends. Ten, number 10, Hunter Henry at 46.60. Darren Waller at 46.90 number nine. Number eight is Dallas Goddard at 47.50. Number seven is Evan Ingram at 55. Number six is George Kittle at 56.50. Number five is Mark Andrews at 60.50. Number four is Cole Komet at 6420. Number three is TJ Hawkinson at 60 40. Number two is Travis Kelsey at 6720. And the number one tight end. In fantasy football, somebody I told everybody to go draft, by the way. Huh? Everybody said, said let everybody take Travis. Let everybody take TJ. Okay. Let everybody take Mark. Let everybody mess around and take how this That's what I said, right? What did I tell y'all to give? Who did I tell y'all to Sam LaPorta. Kyrie Fairbairn at the low end. I mean, I Yeah, Kyrie Fairbairn. I mean, um, uh, uh, Pat Fair, Pat at the, at the low end. But I was very high on David LaPorta as a rookie with the Giants and Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Uh oh yeah, Sam LaPorta is the number one tight end in fantasy football, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So now that we've gotten our news out of the way, we've gotten our fantasy information and uh, rankings update. Let us move on to the next game. All right. Excuse me, we got the Denver Broncos versus the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, so for tonight's game, it looks like Kansas City is home. Four-one versus the one and four. Yeah, I don't this game can go anyway because there's there's nothing there. And of course we have all these issues nonstop nonsense of uh, Kansas City getting all these costs. Which is true. Sorry, man, I've been seeing some crap on the Kansas City, on the Kansas City field that shouldn't be happening. But you know, who am I? I'm just a fan that watches the sport and you all tell us what's illegal and what's not supposed to happen, and then when it happens right in front of your faces and there's no flag. Well do what y'all post to make us feel the thing. It is what it is. Um, I think this is actually going to be a pretty decent game. I think it's going to be a good, good game. It's not going to be a blowout, but I think it's actually going to go pretty back and forth. it would be a low scoring back and forth. Kickers may get involved pretty heavily in both of this game. It could end up in a tie with the last drive. We only could have them in overtime with this kind of game. Neither team can catch the ball. Neither team. I think Kansas City defense is slightly better. But I've seen the Broncos score points on bad defense, on good defenses. So it's just, you know, they haven't won. Don't get me wrong, it's not like they're winning from that. But <clears throat> excuse me. Uh they who was it? The uh he did lose the Detroit Lions. I get it. They didn't have Travis Kelsey, but I don't know how healthy he is, especially with that ugly fall that happened the other day. Um, so this is a short week. Um, coming into Thursday night. So I don't know how healthy he's truly going to be. Uh, but. We're going to have to see. But for uh, starting set purposes. Um, we'll start Russell Wilson in this game against that defense. Uh, Javante Williams. Uh, well. He is back. If you have Jaleel McLaughlin. I don't oh, This is a rough one. Um, because I don't know. Let's see here. I'm trying to see if I can find a report that speaks for this. Yeah, so Laughlin is expected to face more competition for reps out of the backfield Thursday. Against the Chiefs, with Javante Williams set to enter the Week Six contest without an injury designation, so uh, what that means is they're going to play them both. So I would say if you have Jalen McLaughlin, uh, McLaughlin, play him in the flex if you have him if you can, uh, if you can afford to play running back in the flex. If not, you may not be able to start because Javante Williams will play. And the production for McLaughlin will not be as significant. Um unless McLaughlin ends up ends up just taking the role at the night of it'll look good. Javante, you know, Jalen, Jalen could basically get more carries, but we really won't know that till we see it. So if you're gonna take that chance, take it in the flex. That's what I say. Uh, if you're that kind of confident, start him. Uh, me personally. I don't know what I do. And certainly, depending on what I got, I may start him. Certainly, depending on what I got, I might not. I don't. Know. It's, a, it's a sticky situation. Uh, Jerry Judy is by default a start, as well as Corton Sutton, because to be honest with you, there's no secondary in um, in Kansas City, I don't think. Uh, so I think they'll be fine passing the ball to these two receivers. Um, let's see. Marvin Mims. What kind of report we got on you, Mims? You should be one of the favorites. Nah, we're good. We good. We're gonna go with Judy and Cortland Sutton. Jesus, I can't believe that's what we have to go with, but I mean they're gonna get the targets. Hopefully, they get in the end zone. One of them will, and most likely it will be Courtland Sutton. Uh, let's see here. Over to the Chiefs. I'm not playing any defense, I can that much. Chiefs side. Um, of course, Patrick Mahomes is the start, Travis Kelsey is the start. Uh receivers are horrible. Oh my god. Like I don't I don't I <laughs> don't even got a list as one, twos, and 3. They got to list as left, right and slot. horrible. Um I had to pick a wide receiver to play. We would go with Let's see here. Let's do this. Um, we're going to go. I'm using the same depth chart. Let me check this team. So let's do. There we go. Jeez. I want to look at the depth chart from ESPN because they have good reports. The other one I had didn't have any reports on them. I think it was the okay. So Let's go to ESPN. I need to there. We go. Oh. where is the ESPN page? Give me a second. ESPN Chiefs. There we go. Jesus. does I have the S on the end of Chiefs? That me. Alright, so Isaiah Pacheco is a start, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he should be fine. He should be able to run on this defense. Uh, let's see, Sky Moore. What are we looking at? What are we looking at, Sky? Uh uh it's so ugly. Let's see, more called all two targets. Jesus Christ. No, I'm not starting him. Nope. I don't know. Something about that I don't like. And he's gonna get a couple of targets. Let's see what she let's see what she writes. See what kind of work he's been putting in. All right, let's see here. Uh, he's got two touchdowns on the season. Golly. It's rough. Um. Yeah, I would start Scott Moore. I mean, she Rice. I have more confidence in him than I do in any other receivers. So, yeah, I would start him. Uh, Can Darius tell me no? Uh, let's see. Travis Kessler, you questionable. What are you questionable. Are you playing tonight? Yeah, they're saying he should be able to play. Tonight. So, play as you start them. simple as that, right? Um, other than that, I don't see any notable misses on the defense. They all look good there. Um, Denver defense. Denver only, let's see. Oh, uh, DJ Jones is out. Ooh, so yeah, that now give me give me Chiefs in this game at home against Denver. It's gonna be another rough loss. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, so sorry. But yeah, I would mind starting both quarterbacks. Um, you can start both Jerry Judy and Courtney Sutton. Start uh start. Um, I'm sorry about his name. Uh Rasheed Rice. Please start Rashid Rice, Travis Kelsey, of course. Do not start any defense. You can start uh Kanye Buckner. I am not mean, Kami Butler, uh Harrison Buckner. And now don't start the don't start the Broncos kicker. Do not do that. I think the Chiefs kicker will get more field goals than the Broncos kicker. Uh, let's see. All right. So other than that, guys, we got Thursday night football. Week six is this week. Hope you guys are excited as I am. I'm loving now. football is back. We got it. football, 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 football. football. It's like each and every week is like one week is over. Here we go. We're jumping right into the next one because the Thursday night game is not too far. It's, I don't know. I like Thursdays. It annoys me sometimes because I know it's a short week and it, it, it kind of doesn't do much for the good players that play. Um, they come in real basic on those Thursday night games. There's only so much they can really do. But I just like the fact that I get to watch football on Thursday night. No, I like it. You know, I know they hear it, but they do it for us. So I love it. And I appreciate every player that comes out and plays their hearts football. So I, hope this is, I hope it's a great game tonight. Uh, it could be a low score. 27-20 again. 24-21. Uh, something like that. Um, but I think it's going to be a good win for the Chiefs to move 5-1. And, um, and hopefully here soon. Even in the win. I hope it's just displayed ugly with the passing. They need Devontae. Patrick Mahomes, needs a receiver. Devontae Adams, he's a quarterback. Match made in NFL. Let's make it happen for the true fans of football. All right, everybody. Hope you guys enjoy the game tonight. Coach is out. Thank you for staying to the end. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe. And also hit that notification button so you can be notified next time we put out a video. If you're listening on any podcast platform, subscribe and hit that notification button, y'all, so you can be notified we put out another podcast audio. And last but not least, hit that share button. No matter what you're listening to or, or watching it, hit that share button and send it to somebody that you know that would love to watch this episode you just listened to. So once again, thank you for staying to the end, and we'll see y'all the next episode.